You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. In the NFL, oof. We're coming to the end and it makes me kind of sad, but let's get the picks while they're hot <laughs> and while the NFL is still going. Let's do it. Pick six. Pick six. Pick six. All right. You ready for this, Chelsea? This is going to be a square play, maybe. Ravens. Minus three. Hosting the Dolphins. Doubted before he signed his monster contract, Lamar Jackson rose from the ashes to lead the Baltimore Ravens as the best team in the AFC. I'm buying on Baltimore. I'm going to buy the hook. Minus 129. Who cares? It's the holidays. It's still the holidays in my mind. Chelsea's trying to make me depressed. I'm not going to let it happen. Here's the thing. This, this, this feels like maybe it's a sucker bet because everyone's going to be on Baltimore. But you know what I love about Baltimore? I love their attitude. I love the fact that even though they're the favorites, they're one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. To a man, if you ask these guys if they're the favorites, they're like, no, we're the underdogs. Like, well, you're actually the favorite if you look at the number. No, we're the underdogs. They're just playing angry football right now. And I still don't trust the Dolphins. Fine. They have one win. I win at home this season over a team with a winning record. The Ravens are a different animal. It looks like Jalen Waddell is out this weekend for Miami, which means that Ravens D, which is so very good, will be able to double on Tyreek Hill, and I think that will be the difference. They can shut down the Dolphins on the road. I am still on the Baltimore train. Ravens minus three in Charm City. I almost played the over in this game, but the injury report out of Miami was concerning. The fact that Jalen Waddle yeah. is not playing, the fact that Tua Tungavailoa is a little banged up, something with his hand. He is practicing and he will play, but just does not feel like this is a Dolphins team that is 100%. If you want to watch it, it's a 1 Eastern kickoff on Sunday. Pick six. Pick six. All right, so we kind of teased this pick uh, earlier in the show. I'm going to be on the Bengals plus seven against the Chiefs. In fact, there's a seven and a half, I believe, still on the board over at BetMGM last time I checked. So obviously get the best number here. But this feels like way too high of a line for a Chiefs team that has been very underwhelming this season. Four and four against the spread. And, you know, a team that's lost outright to teams they had no business losing to. At what point do you look at the Chiefs and you say, well, eventually they're going to be better, right? Um, It's December 29th. It is week 17. Eventually you have to believe what this team is telling you. And it's telling you that it's not the team of last season. So you look at the Bengals. They're up for this game. Jamar Chase already running his mouth. And that's the thing about this matchup. 
The Bengals routinely have had the Chiefs number. Five and two against the spread in their last seven matchups with Kansas City, albeit that's with Joe Burrow. But still, we've seen some good things from uh, Jake Browning and his passing attack for the Bengals. They still have some great weapons around him. And especially when you're backing a team that's getting seven points. I really like playing teams with good passing attacks because they can play from behind and the back door feels wide open at the end of the game. So I'll take the Bengals plus seven against the Chiefs. Chelsea, I'm with you on this. I don't know why I get nervous about this game, but I think it's the right side too. Arrowhead Stadium, the setting for this AFC battle on Sunday at 425 in the East. Big six. Big six. How do I feel about this pick? Meh. You know what? I'm going for it. Saints plus three. Minus 124. Right now it's at two and a half. I want the key number. I'm going to get it. Saints plus three in Tampa. Why? Yeah, the Bucks have won four straight. Baker Mayfield is playing good football. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. Who have the Bucks beaten during this streak? Let's take a look, shall we? Hmm. Panthers. Falcons. Packers. Okay. And a Jags team with an ailing quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. This is a perfect sell-high spot on the Bucks. And let me tell you something. The Saints must have this win for any chance of making the postseason. Tampa can still make it with a loss, and I believe they play the Panthers next week. Also, I think Derek Carr is going to be able to handle those Buccaneers blitzes. I keep reading that, and I'm buying into it. Saints plus three in Tampa. Ooh, the Saints love picking the NFC South games that I will not be watching. If you want to watch it, it's a one Eastern kickoff on Sunday. Pick six. Pick six. Next up, let's head to the NFC North, where we have divisional battle between the Packers and the Vikings. I'm taking the point and a half here with the Packers. This line doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, I guess, because it's a primetime game and the Vikings are playing at home. The Packers are a little uh, banged up coming into this one. But I think the Vikings have the more concerning injuries. They're now down mm -hmm. to their fourth starting quarterback. Jaron Hall gets the start for the Vikings here. TJ Hawkinson out for the season. Jordan Addison is questionable for this one. So you're on to a four-string quarterback. You've got considerably fewer weapons, and this team is the favorite. No thank you, please. I will be taking the points and the Packers. Uh, should be noted that Jair Alexander is suspended for this one for doing something stupid at the coin toss last game. Uh, I don't think it matters. I think the Packers have a good chance of winning this divisional battle outright. I'll trust Jordan Love and Green Bay and take the points here. It is your Sunday night football game in Minneapolis at 820 in the East. Pick six. Pick six. Well, gotta do it. Niners minus 13 here in D.C. Imagine if you're San Francisco and you're coming off a brutal loss to the Ravens and one of the biggest games of the year in prime time. What is the salve for that wound? Maybe that wound is leprosy like we were talking earlier. I don't know. But what will make you feel better? Playing the Washington Commanders. Now, Washington has made a change of quarterback. They're going to go with Jacoby Brissett instead of Sam Howell. And I don't think it matters. Jacoby Brissett is certainly a level up. However, now... You have a 49ers defense that will be able to game plan for Brissett. It's much different when you hop into a game in the second half. Now they know Brissett will be the starter from the outset. 
and the commander's defense just can't stop anyone. They're 0-5-1 against the spread at home this season. That is the worst mark in the NFL. Niners minus 13 here in D.C. I will be with you. An angry San Francisco team that needs to get mm. back on the right side going against this Washington defense that has been very, very generous to just about any offense, and especially when it comes to the passing game. So I know Brock Purdy is a, a little banged up going into this one, suffering some stingers, I believe, in his elbow. But we know he will be back out there. He is a tough guy. And San Francisco kind of needs to get back on the right side. And this is a spot where the Niners have been really good as big favorites and beating the brakes off of people. Wasn't this the stat that everybody kind of pounded the table for for San Francisco being the best team in the league? Was their win differ or their points differential? Because when they're beating their st these teams, they're beating them by a lot. So I think this is mm -hmm. a great get-right spot for San Francisco. Also think it is a big game for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, we look at his prop here. I think his rushing prop is like 86 or something. But we have seen opposing running backs do just about whatever they want to this Washington defense. And it should be a very positive game script for San Francisco. Maybe they give Brock Purdy a bit of a rest in the second half. I think Christian mm -hmm. McCaffrey absolutely rolls here. So I'll be on the Niners as well even though that one do you think this one will be a sweat like it feels like you have to be beating a team by like 30 in order to feel good about like that big of a spread Ooh, yeah i but i i just feel like at this point because the commanders can't move the ball against great defenses i don't think they'll be able to and then also they can't stop i know i think i think the niners are going to run wild here i'm not worried about it I think this is going to be a bad this is going to be a bad bad game for the commanders i hope i'm wrong because i'm sort of right in the middle of it but mm -hmm. i'm with you there chelsea well and the commanders don't have anything to play for except for no. a higher draft pick so there Correct. is no reason for them to win this game for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts